Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe Georgia Dogs Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. It did. Wilcox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Good evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32, 18. Let the celebration begin. Celebration indeed. We've got a big one for you this weekend. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Probably our most important show. And joining me to execute that show is my man, Israel Troop, fresh out the deer stand. Did you get anything? No, no not this time. Um, I did, however, first button buck alive. You know, you normally see them on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came out, um, really cute little fella. And, you know, I let him walk tonight. So, ah, let, let him let us see another day. He'll, he'll meet your rifle later on. Right. Yeah. A couple of years, you know, he was, a, he was a little, a little baby. So, you know, I let him walk by shoots in between now and then, you know, some novice hunter would be like, Oh, it's a buck. Yeah. And hopefully not. Hopefully not. He gets to live another year or two. That's probably why I don't hunt, because I wouldn't know the difference, really. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Uh, sorry for the slight delay. We were supposed to start at 9. Uh, I had a banquet, ran overtime, got back a little bit late, and uh, Israel's heading back from his from his tree stand, so... Uh, we're here just a little bit later for you, but that's okay. We are here and we are available for you anywhere you can find your podcast, tune in radio, Spotify, Apple, um, hopefully soon to be Sirius XM, iHeart, wherever you find your podcast. Also on our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, believe in Georgia dogs on YouTube. So uh, you can check us out there. We're live actually right now. Go ahead and subscribe, get in the chat. Um, the chat is open. Uh, for anyone who wants to jump in. So don't be shy. Uh, We are also brought to you by betonline.ag. It continues to be your number one source for all of your sports betting needs. You can find the latest odds, live in-game props, futures. They have giveaways, all that stuff available on BetOnline. So what you need to do is go to the website or hit that mobile device and type in the promo code believe that's b l e a v you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you type in that promo code all right so you need to do it if you want the giveaways if you want the free contest if you want the live in game betting if you want to bet on Tuesday's elections you can do that too there's props i'm sure on the new hampshire race on the nevada race on the tennessee on the Tennessee governor race, who knows? You can probably find it at Bet Online. So make sure you put that promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. I know Israel, you took a you took a really bad beat. Uh, you took a really bad beat last week on Georgia. They were twenty two and a half point favorites. You took them. They screwed you, and it was uh, you lost by what a half point. Lost by half a freaking point. We'll say this: if we hadn't got that holding penalty right there at the end, I think we could have at least gotten a field goal out of it and out of one. But you know, the odds were just not in my favor. Um, yeah, but we won the football game uh, despite a disastrous third quarter. Yeah. Um, and you know, kind of set us up into this week against the one team in the nation, the Tennessee Volunteers. Mm-hmm. That I would be saying those words. 
Right. Exactly. I never thought, I never thought so either, but it, it was, it was a, it was a wild, uh, it was a wild week nine. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. One thing that impressed me about week nine was Kansas state steamrolling Oklahoma state with their backup quarterback, Colin Klein, a name that should sound familiar to you. If you're familiar with big 12 football is their offensive coordinator. No, Adrian Martinez, apparently no problem. Um, they, they steamrolled. Uh, Tennessee steamrolled over Kentucky. I've never seen a Kentucky team look so shook, and we'll we'll probably get it. And that game will be a little bit more relevant as we tell you why they were likely shook. So we'll we'll, we'll break all of that down. But just give and then the Georgia game with Florida got off to a hot start, gave back a little bit, allowed Florida to get back in the game, and then pulled back away. Just shows you got to take care of the football. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a lot. Let's of do that to you. Ristic turnovers. Um, yeah. McIntosh fumbling. Um, it was good to see them go back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Stetson was a little off a couple of throws. Um, you know, we cannot do that this week. Uh, this team is way better than Florida, as we've known, because they beat the you-know-what out of them earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting, you know, going into this game. Game plan. Um, you know, we take care of the football. Is the main thing we're going to be able to move the football, obviously, because Tennessee's defense is questionable um, at best. Um, but can we take care of the football? That's the main thing. And and we should be able to. Ball security's got to be important. But um, as as we as we plug forward into this week, uh, you know, you talk about taking care of the football. Um, you know, that's got to be a huge key because when you look at what Tennessee does well, they score fast. And if you don't take care of the football, they can they can put one on you real quick and then they get all of that momentum. And that's that's Absolutely. a big, big thing that you can't let happen. Yeah, go back and look at them again. You know, um, the big turnover, one over, but um, the big fiasco uh, that they had, um, they hold Tennessee to flip the field and mm-hmm. you see, you know, um, it has any hard attack on the sideline. Well, they do a couple go right now. So, Oh yeah. It, it, was, a, it was a clinic. You can't give an us like this, the opportunity to score because they're going to score and they're going to score a bunch and they're going to do it really, really fast. Yeah. And you can't give them and you have to, and, and I said this last night on SEC after dark, but you have to make them drive the football. You have to make them, if they're going to score, they've got to score in, in 10 plus plays. All right. Mm-hmm. They've got to earn it because I, I'm not so sure that they're patient enough to just keep plugging away and keep taking the five yard gains. Tennessee wants to beat you over the top. That's how they win. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they get these scores as lopsided as they are, they beat you over the top. They spread you out. They force you into, they force you into islands. And then they just win their one-on-one matchup. And and, then hooker buys himself some time. You have to, you have to respect the run and they hit you over the top. And so you got to stop the run and force them to, to earn their yardage. And I think that is, that is one of the bigger keys to, to beating this Tennessee team. Hey, yeah, and you got to be disciplined. You know, watching the Alabama game, first three scores to see all, all a combined took three minutes, all three. Together. Right. You know, so uh, yeah. watching the Kentucky game last week, one play that really stood out to me um, is that Sam comes down there in goal line. Um, Safety comes down, tells the corner, "Hey, we're, we're zone. Everybody plays zone except the corner. What happens? Running back goes on a wheel route. The corner chases the receiver across the middle. Mm-hmm. Touchdown. You know, yes. so we're gonna have to mm-hmm. be disciplined. You know, same happens um, against Florida. Um, yeah. I think Stark. I think Stark was a safety. You know, he bid on the out route, on the sale route. Yep. What happens? You know, Burke's right behind the touchdown. So those are things we can't do. Evan." Is going to find the end zone if you do that. Okay. Just, yeah, I mean, you, you know. you've got to maintain your coverage. Like, I don't know what it is about the the cover two safety when when we run that combo coverage when we run that two to the boundary. I, I don't know 
like I think it's like a prerequisite that you have to you, that you have to fly down aggressively out of your zone and leave your deep half uh, if you're in if you're in the boundary cover two. I, I just I think that's a rule. I'm convinced now. It's, so, it's that's how we. If, if he if you got have vertical, he should take it. Yeah, he should take, take it right now. Goes you know, he yeah. shouldn't bite if he goes. Goes vertical. We should have learned from next championship game. Uh, yeah. If number one goes vertical, take it. you know, mm-hmm. if number two goes out, safety's jumping it. Obviously, it was a miscommunication because the safety jumped it. You know, mm-hmm. so we, we should know we should know our lesson by now. Second and six guys never. Yeah. Get, um, right. But if and, you're in the and corner should sink on that, and everyone should get their eyes on number two. Corner should sink on that, and if it comes out short, corner's got to be the one to jump it. Safety's got to provide support over the top. That's that's just that's yes. just how it's got to be. And if you can't or do that, you're going to get beat. Yes, or if it's three by one, like same same concept. Or if it's three by one, mm-hmm. one the vertical, nothing in the flats. You got to pick a corner. You got you got to go with it. Yeah, corner's got to sink with it and rally on anything short. Just rally and tackle in space on anything short, and you've got it covered. I mean, so it's kind of like a loose cover two, almost a kind of it kind of turns into a a, a man schema with, with a with a double with the safety coming over top in that scenario. It's just two, two read, you know, you and the and a scooch technique by your kind of read read number two, um, but mm-hmm. to me, it's like. The corner should have been with one. You know, he should have took. He should have yeah. taken the vertical because the way yeah. that safety came down, the way he did, he obviously knew I got anything that comes out. Corner should have been yeah. gone. Those are things that we can't do against Tennessee because what's Tennessee like to do? They like to you out, hang there on the sideline, mm-hmm. run the football with the quick screen. What happens after quick screen? Just to the top. So we're gonna have to be yep. disciplined there. I think our front seven will be fine. Um, yeah. Although run, run the ball very well, can't take that away from. Him, but I think we can stop the run. It's going to be can we be disciplined enough within the second there to not fall yeah. for the tricks and get with the big play? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think eighty eight having eighty eight in, in, in the lineup will help in, in the run game and will help try to keep a Hooker contained. So uh, I am happy about that. And I am I am feeling pretty good about that. But yeah, I mean, you, you got to have a, you know, you, you got some new guys out there. You got Bullard, um, you got Malachi Starks, guys that haven't really seen stuff like this. They've got to be disciplined and, and they probably will make a mistake early or so, but you know, it, it, it'll happen, but hopefully the offense will, will kind of be there to kind of support as well. So. Um, yeah. We have to control some clock, man. We can't, it, we're going to have to tempo and score like to see, or we're going to have to mm-hmm. control the clock. I mean, we've got to win the line of scrimmage up front. I think we're going to have to win the line of scrimmage and control the clock. I, I, I think, and and I think our our listeners, our one listener in the kingdom of Norway would agree. You have to control the line of scrimmage. You have to control the clock uh, because that's what we do best. We're number four in the country in time of possession. So if we can play to that, Tennessee, it'll throw off Tennessee's rhythm because they won't get yeah. the ball. They'll get cold and you know. They'll get frustrated. We can get off the field, hold the ball, run it down their throat because getting getting the ball crammed down your throat is demoralizing. I don't care who you are, and nobody's been able to do that yet. Alabama should have been able to do that. They weren't. Kentucky, they're just so beat up. They normally can do that, and they normally probably would have, and, and they did early on. Chris Rodriguez was running great early on, and they just ran out of gas. Early and Tennessee just jumped all over, and then they got demoralized, and that was that was that. But you know, for against a team like Kentucky, you've got to, or against a team like, excuse me, against a team like Tennessee, you got to be able to do that. Oh yeah, if you can't, there's nothing trouble. There's nothing worse, and if you're on the other end of that beating, just handing the ball off, and you can't stop it, that's Mm -hmm. a really bad feeling. You know so. Us, especially playing at home, we've got home field advantage. We've seen mm-hmm. what we can do, especially when we play, play teams like No Day. We played Arkansas, we played South Carolina um, last year. You know, just games like that that, that just come to mind to me. Big home field advantage is um, mm-hmm. so three thirty kick 
Day is going to be there, so you know the excitement is going to be there. Hell, I'm going to be there too. So, oh yeah, hell yeah, to seeing how we come out. Number, one. Um, you know, do we come out quick? Do we come out trying to control the clock? Um, do we play zone? Do we play man. Kind of looking forward to seeing the game plan um, that we come out with. But we have to understand this is the number one team in the nation in all accounts. You know, it is. It is. We can be mad at sad upset. I think the committee got it right personally. I think you could flip either Clemson or Michigan for that number four spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I think they got it right. So we're playing number one yeah. team in the nation. And we're going to come yeah. out and play uh, playing number one team in the nation. Or we're going to get our eyes beat in and on the outside looking in, kind of like Alabama is right now. Yeah. And I think if we try to play Tennessee's game, we will get our eyes beat in because Tennessee is really good at being Tennessee. Nobody else is really good at being Tennessee. Georgia's got to be really good being Georgia. And if you want to get in here, Don is in the chat. He has lit the chat up. Um, so uh, he, he wants to know our thoughts on the big game this weekend. So just keep listening, Don. We're we're giving you those thoughts. And uh, we'll, 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 I'll put some of your other lines up here that you want us to pick for you. I'm, I'm guessing you want to go. Uh, I guess you want to take action on this West Virginia-Iowa State game. We'll get into that in our picks uh, when we do our picks. But we're right now we're, we're, we're previewing the, the, the big matchup. Number one versus number two, or number one versus number three, depending on what poll you're looking at. So, to me, in doing what Georgia does well, Georgia does do tempo well. They don't tempo like Tennessee tempos. They vary it up a little bit more. We kind of press the gas pedal, let off the gas pedal, speed up, slow down, mm-hmm. check with me. You know, we kind of do a good job of mixing up the tempo. Tennessee just puts the pedal on the floor and goes, right? Yeah. We do a good job of varying it. So I think if I think when you when you hear us say tempo, that's what we mean. We mean Georgia yes. controlling the tempo and controlling the clock, going fast when they when they want to, not when they need to, not when they have to, slowing it down when they want to, not when they have to, and to do that. Stetson's got to be sharp. We got to involve Stetson in the run game. I haven't seen that in a minute. Um, and, you know, McIntosh, Dejan, uh, Baby Chubb, who, who uh, better known as Branson Robinson. Get those guys rolling. Find, find Bowers. Find Agent Zero. You know, get those guys involved and get them involved early and often. And Tennessee, ha- I know, I know for a fact, Israel. Tennessee has no answers for our tight ends right now. Nobody yeah, has, man. and Tennessee won't either. One, absolutely, and there was one thing that, like you say, our tempo does. Okay, with our tempo, when let's put it like this: when Tennessee does, you're going to get twenty personnel. All right, you're going to get mm-hmm. two wide two to one side, a single to the other side, and they motion. Okay, when we tempo, you're going to get twenty-one personnel. You're going to get 12 personnel. You're going to get 10 personnel. You might even get zero personnel in Indy, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to practice all that. What Tennessee does is really easy to practice against. You just kind of got to make sure you guys in spot and don't get confused mm-hmm. with us. I don't think you can do all the things where you get in tight end twins, you get in uh, tight, end, tight end wing, two receivers out wide and 21 personnel now. They don't change personnel. Now they got ace, two by two, and they go trips. And yeah. then they, they take McIntosh and put them out there, and now they're empty. So that's what five formations like that just gave you that Tennessee probably hasn't practiced yet with all a tight end and with all yeah. the shifts and motions that we do too. That's something that we're going to have to use on Saturday. You know, uh-huh. Tennessee, we already know what they're going to do. They're going to be in shotgun, 21 person or 20 personnel, and they're gonna catch us. They're gonna catch slipping. So we just gotta have to play Georgia football. We play Georgia football. We win. If we try to get out of character, kind of like what we did against Alabama in the SC championship game, we're gonna get beat. That was a weird game plan. I don't know what that game plan was. That was a please don't beat us deep game plan, and it backfired. When we went aggressive against them in the second second round. <laughs> That's when we had success. So you gotta you, you gotta be aggressive. Like I don't I don't understand that. It was a weird, weird, yeah. weird game plan. So um I, I think the most important player on this defense 
uh, are going to be the safeties and they're going to be uh, the inside linebackers. Yes. The cylinder of the defense. I guess you go even down into the nose guard. The cylinder of the defense is going to be the inside cylinder of the defense is going to be the most important part because they're going to kind of dictate what Tennessee is able to do, whether it's deep over the middle, whether it's intermediate, whether it's in the run, definitely in the run game, uh, and the safeties. Can they can they play two way? Can they play in the box and can they play on the perimeter? Can can they adjust and make tackles in space? And that's going to determine what. And that's going to dictate what Tennessee has success with, how they get frustrated. Will they stay in it? Will they try to get cute? You know, all of that stuff. That's what we were able to do last last year. The first drive, beautiful drive for Tennessee. They went right down, I think, six, seven plays, uh, put one across. And then Georgia adjusted. They played more aggressive with the corners, disrupted the blocking schemes, allowed the safeties and backers to make plays. And then we were finally able to stop the run, which we did well, which we did at an elite level all year last year. Um, and once we stopped the run, we bottled up Hooker and we got pressure and we hit him, knocked him down, got a few sacks, all that good stuff. So to be able to control the play with our inside backers, our safeties, and our D linemen is going to be is going to be the biggest key for this defense. Absolutely. And you gotta understand too, Hampton Hooker runner. So not only mm-hmm. do you have to worry about the back end, you have to worry about him using his legs as well. You know, not only he's a great thrower, I mean, he's a great runner as well. Um, you know, he <laughs> he's smart too. To the run to their offense, you know, when you have to account for the quarterback, you know, you can't just go four down and say, oh, you know, we're going to leave one unblocked or anything like that. No, you have to account for that guy. You know, whether he's yeah. going to throw the ball or he's going to keep it, you know, with an extra blocker with the running back, you know, just little, little nuances and things like that to where, all right, we're going to play some discipline ball here. This is going to Smith's out. Mm-hmm. You know, so our our captain is out. So what do we do? You know, you rely on some, some new guys, Stackhouse, uh, Carter, uh, Barry Alexander, uh, Mr. Chambliss, you know, who, who, you know, who had the big sack, you know, in the Florida game. You know, those guys that you already hear a lot about all the time are going to have to step up in the situation. they got to grow up fast. You know, kind of like what we talked about last week. So, mm-hmm. Very, very important that one, you understand the game plan, you know what you're doing, you're paying attention, mm-hmm. um, and we should be able to play base defense anytime in one tempo. You know, yeah. and our guys get in shape because that's how they get you. They get you trying to substitute. Guys are confused, they don't know what's going on. Boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and that's what happens. Guys run into each other. Guys, you, you see two guys converge on one with one guy streaking wide open. That's what that's what they're able to do. And and that's what fast tempo is able to do. That's that's like if, if we were given a clinic on on tempo, that would be one of the that would be first on the list of benefits. Defense can't communicate, defense gets tired, defense is out of shape, they can't mm-hmm. they can't communicate effectively, touchdowns. Right. The second one is uh rhythm. Tennessee's offense, once they get in a rhythm, they're hard to beat. Um, they're hard to defend, and then uh, yeah, and then it goes from there. So it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, mm-hmm. with Willie Martinez and Coach D's coming back, and Coach Eckers yeah. coming back too. You know, those three guys that were that were on staff, mm-hmm. you know, when I played, um, mm-hmm. great great guys. They're they're gonna be back in Athens too. So, um, looking forward to hopefully seeing those. As, you know, before the game, and you know, tell them good looking all that blah 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 blah. You know, blah blah. blah. Uh, are you are you getting, are you guys, getting to uh, go down on the field pregame? Um, I don't know yet. Um, we're meeting some people uh, um, for the stuff. So um, tomorrow's day. Well, in the next couple minutes oh. going to be my birthday. So oh um, it's yeah yeah for myself things like that. So happy um, birthday, Israel. In about a few minutes. So, how old are you going to be? How old are you going to be? I'll be 34. Jeez. Jesus. Yeah, I'll be my next birthday, which fortunately for now is in late September or early September, not late September, uh, early September. I'll be the big 4 0 on my next birthday. Yeah. Be the big 4 0. I'm excited and I'm not all at the same time. 
So another year old, brother. Yep. I'm, I'll be considered middle-aged at that point. Officially mm-hmm. middle-aged. This close no to Social Security. Be- actually get- yeah, I'm, I'm 15. I now close into uh, 15 years away from... I get in the 15-year range of... I'm closer to Social Security than I am to my high school graduation. Crazy, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. We had our, we had our, uh, I, I, I wasn't able to go, but we had our 20 year reunion this past, uh, or actually a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Wasn't able to make it down there, but yeah, 20 years out of high school. So, uh, they finished up. No, you went to, you didn't go to Parkview. I'm thinking Parkview. No, no, no. I went to you Fayette went County. To Fayette, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Fayette County. Yeah. The home of Brandon Boykin. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I knew his older brother, Alfred. Alfred graduated with me. And then Brandon, I think, Brandon started high school the year after I graduated. I think he was a freshman the year after I graduated. Yeah, the right. year after me. Hey. Yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, because I think you would have been a freshman when I was a senior, right? Mm-hmm. Graduate seven. Yeah, yeah. So you would have been. So, so you'd have been. Wait, six. Yeah, you would have started oh three, right? Yeah, I started at three. So, so you wouldn't have been. So, yeah. So he was two years after I graduated. He so he was in still the middle school when I graduated. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. We we uh, we digress. But here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast, uh, to put a bow on this um, conversation of the big game, the biggest game in program history, the biggest game in Sanford Stadium history. So we're we're gonna we're gonna. Everything is learned and remembered in threes. All right, so we're gonna, we're going to go through our three big keys. Uh, we'll, we'll go three offense, three defense, and we'll give our uh, honorable mention, our bonus to our Baker's half dozen, and we'll we'll throw one for special teams too. All right, so let's start with offense. What's the first key on offense? Don't fall over. Take care of the football. That's paramount. Stetson's got to Stetson's got to make solid throws. Back's got to protect the ball. Easy breezy. Key number two: execution and control the clock. Kind of those up together. Execution mm-hmm. and control clock number two. Yeah, control and the clock is number three. Number three is score touchdowns and not field goals. When I score touchdowns, yeah. take. We'll go in and get it because points are always important, but we got to think touchdowns and not field goals here. If mm-hmm. you do the first two, you score touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. And and to to further solidify your score touchdowns instead of field goals, you have two really big targets that play the ball extremely well in the air, and that's Darnell Washington and, and one Brock Bowers, who both are going to be Sunday players. So find them. Early and often, that's part of the execution and, and clock control. All right, run the ball. That's part of execution and clock control. Score touchdowns. Again, three very simple keys, but that's what Georgia does. So yes. to sum all three of those offensive keys up, play Georgia football. Control the clock, yes, score, and score touchdowns. That. Control it, score touchdowns. Like, they, like in the Oregon game, they scored seven touchdowns. They controlled the clock. They drove the ball. They got they chunks. Have- Georgia's not a big play team, and that's okay. No. We're we control the clock, we get chunk plays, and we're very efficient when we're very efficient with the ball, and we're very effective in where we throw it and very, very meticulous. And our, our our route running is phenomenal. So three very, very good keys. Control the clock, take care of the football, score touchdowns instead of field goals, and uh don't don't settle for three. Be aggressive. Defensively, disrupt. I number one's gotta be. Disrupt the disrupt the timing of Hendon Hooker by pressing the pocket from the interior. All right, so so disrupt the timing of Hendon Hooker. Hit him, move him off a spot, get him running sideways. 
Don't let them get the corner on you. Shut down the run gaps. Tackle. Right. Number two has got to be tackle in space, right? Mm-hmm. Tackle well in space. You tackle well in space, they're going to have a hard time hitting big plays over the top. They're going to have a hard time shaking loose and, and running down the sideline like they like to do. All right. Number three, communicate, play discipline. There you go. The the key to beating tempo, the key to beating fast-paced tempo, communicate and be disciplined. Play your responsibility. Do not give up your responsibility. If you have deep path, take deep path. Communicate. Yes. Don't be over-aggressive. Be aggressive. Don't be over. Don't be reckless. There's a difference. Right? There's it's a difference. Be a DYJ. Do your job. Mm-hmm. Do Anybody your else's job. job. Do your job. Absolutely. Do your and then the, the, That's right. All right. Then our special teams key. Let's keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think our special teams are maintain. Uh, yeah, it's been great. The weekly turnover, a block punt. You know, we hadn't had one of those in a while. Um, mm-hmm. Big return here, there. Um, yeah, I'd say, know, I'd just, say, steal a possession somewhere, a fake, a block, a big return. You know, you, yeah, you, you steal some points that way. You steal some momentum. Um, flip the field. Like mm-hmm. Thorson's a weapon. He's been a weapon. You know, I. I I hope Thorson doesn't get much work. So there you go. Yeah. And that's the big game. Game day is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, the atmosphere is going to be electric. And guys like Eric Ainge have no idea that things have changed a lot since he's been in school. He says Sanford State is not that intimidating. Neyland's intimidating, but so is Sanford. Then he only beat us like one time. Yeah. Well, maybe twice. Yeah. Maybe just twice. I don't know. Just twice. Because he beat us that second year in Tennessee the next mm-hmm. year. So he, he beat us twice. He beat us twice. Yeah. He's got a little bit. You know, I, I, I kind of read what he said. You know, the only reason that Tennessee's out is because they sit on top of you. They strategically built it that way with the rafters up top so the noise bounces off. So, I mean, you may have 100,000 people that can fit in that stadium, but at the time, y'all cheated. Um, your field normally is torn up. It's Nick Chubb, Justin Scott, Wesley, Aaron Murray, you know, a couple players who mm-hmm. played on that field, you know, tore it up before we got there. And let's not forget that, you know, we're also Tennessee. I respect you. Or y'all have done some mm-hmm. phenomenal things. Got some great players. You know, y'all are the number one team in the nation, but you are coming into dog country. Don't you ever forget that. All right. Mm-hmm. We have shaken people more than anybody. In that one little bit even that you're talking about, okay, mm-hmm. it's going to be rocking with the red and black, you know, small little orange over here in the corner. Okay, so don't get you got too much dip on your chip. Don't get don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Is it uh, is it Rotel or is it Copenhagen? Mm, I don't know, but uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Too much dip on your chip. I love that, man. I love that. Too much dip on your chip. So, um, but yeah, uh, Don, if you're around, we're we're about to get into picks here. But before we get into picks, we've got a new sponsor for the month of uh, November is Butcher Box. So here is a word from Butcher Box. Man, I might give that a try. I might give Butcher Box a try. So, all right. What do you say we get into a few picks, Israel? Do it, do it. Maybe I can let's get my, my back from last week. Let's not have let's not have any bad beats this time, okay? All right, we're we're gonna start with we're gonna start with Don's picks because Don's gonna Don may not be watching now, but he left us a few picks to 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 select here. Looks like uh looks like a, a three pack. So we're gonna he's probably gonna watch this later and he's probably gonna analyze it and say, okay, am I gonna go with Israel? Or am I gonna go with Corey? So the first one he wants to pick, he picks some doozies. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Louisiana is four plus four, four point underdogs at Troy. Why he wants to pick that game, I'm not sure. But I'm taking I'm Troy sure. to cover that. I would take Troy one. to cover that if if I really was desperate to bet on, if I really had to. I'll yeah. take Troy on that. 
All right, he wants he wants to bet he wants to bet West Virginia seven and a half over Iowa State. That's a tough one. It's like the battle of the that's like the battle of the cellar in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I think West Virginia's defense is pretty good. I mean, they played up a really good Tennessee last week. Um, I think the offense is good enough to score against Iowa State's um, defense. So I like that bet. I like West Virginia now. Yeah, I'll take West Virginia plus seven and a half. That's a t- that's a touchdown, and Iowa State's not that strong. So yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take the touchdown plus some on that. All right, Clemson money line over Notre Dame. So basically, if Clemson going to beat Notre Dame, I would take that. I don't know how much you're going. to – I guess part of a three game parlay. Um, that might not be a bad bad addition, but yeah, I'll take Clemson on a money line over Notre Dame, even with Big Sinko. I don't know. For some something within me says that Notre Dame's gonna win this football game. I don't know why, but I just I just feel because they they beat the hell out of a Syracuse team that already is not great on defense and they had a backup quarterback. That and watch Clemson struggle against Syracuse and Notre Dame kind of put a little bit on them. Um, Notre Dame's fine this man. I kind of like Notre Dame. I don't know why, but I need my Lee Corso pencil. Not so fast. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. All right, so Don, you have a choice to make here on this last part of your parlay here. I'm taking Clemson. Israel's taking Notre Dame on the money line. It's a straight-up pick. There's no, You're not taking a spread on this. I think that's what money line means. So, choice is yours, Don, or <laughs> – any of you viewers out there, the choice is yours. All right. Now, let's get in some conference games. Let's get in some actual games that we might pick. All right. Kentucky at Missouri. Kentucky's two-point favorites. Licking their wounds. Missouri's a, Missouri's got a little bit of a heater going. Are you buying Missouri? No. 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 I think Kentucky either. just ran the yeah. bus last week, obviously. Um, I think about that this week against Missouri. I tell you what, Drinkowitz just keeps finding a way to keep his job. You know, I commend him for that. So, I love this mm-hmm. point in South Carolina about the way that they lost that after, you know, beating up on A&M so well. Um, but I think Kentucky goes out and wins, gets back on track and wins this one before they play us two weeks or is it next week? Two weeks. Uh, next week. Next week. Next week. Kentucky. At Kentucky. That's going to be a tough one. It's always a tough one to play up in Lexington. <laughs> All right. Speaking of AM, uh, they host Florida. AM's three and a half point favorites. They got a new quarterback, Connor Wegman. Do you believe in Connor Wegman? I think he's good. But I, I think Florida showed me something in the second half. I'm taking them plus three and a half. Uh, Florida plus three and a half as well. Um, Jumbo's still calling plays. Florida's definitely going to win. So, yeah. Yeah, apparently there's some turmoil going on within that too, you know. So yeah. it's going to be it's, interesting. It's getting it's getting bad. The 95 million dollar man, and they can't buy him out because they need 100 million dollars to buy him out. You got to pay the man. Pay that man his money. Some crazy, some crazy. That's a cult over there, dude. I don't, I don't understand Texas A&M. I don't get it. It's a cult. Glad we're not believing Aggies. <laughs> All right, uh, Arkansas hosting Liberty. Now, this is an interesting spread. Hugh Freeze getting his SEC audition. He's a candidate at Auburn. I don't like it, but he's a candidate at Auburn. Arkansas minus 13 and a half. Do they cover that? They do. I think they're kind I think of hitting KJ's their stride right I think KJ's going to have a huge day. Yeah. They were beat up, man. He's playing well, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's time for all to get back to uh, playing that jukebox. Play, turn that damn jukebox on. All right, uh, South Carolina at Vandy. South Carolina seven point favorites. Vandy, Vandy's Vandy. They're a lot better. AJ Swan is going to be a good quarterback in the future. I don't know if it's this week. Um, I think. I think. South Carolina's going to win the battle up front, and they're going to win in the running game. They're certainly not going to win because of Spencer Rattler, but I think South Carolina does have enough to win and just barely, barely get that cover. I think they get a 10-point win over Vandy. 
I'm gonna take South Carolina. I'm gonna take South Carolina as well. That game might might well be like you say in the middle. So um I like I like South Carolina. I think Vandy Vandy's they're better. They're getting better and better each yeah. game. You know, they're more so competitive. They'll be yeah. going there. They hit their they hit the over already on their wins, so they're playing with house money. All right. The debut of Cadillac Williams as a head coach at Auburn, Mississippi State. They traveled to Starkville and the land of the Cowbells. Mississippi State is 13 point favorites. Now, to me, I don't like that spread because I don't think Mississippi State can beat anybody by 13 points. Anybody that's FBS, I should say, by 13 points. I certainly don't think they're going to be Auburn by 13 points. They're going to be a little bit more expired, inspired now, not expired. Uh, Brian Harson is expired, but uh, they're going to uh, they're going to play inspired football under Cadillac Williams as he auditions for the permanent head coaching role. So, I think Auburn's at least going to cover if they don't win. But I I'm I'm going to venture to say they went out right. I think they're going to cover. Um, I think they're going to play, like you say, inspired football. I mean, we all know how that deal kind of went. And you got pretty much an Auburn legend being your, your head coach. How you, the morale is going to be different, Ali. Um, and he, he's in, like, an audition for, for the head job himself. So I think there's going to be a lot of excitement from, for the rest of the season here. And watch out for them. That last game in November, against about now, too, especially Harson going. Yep, and Cadillac knows a knows a few things about beating Alabama. He was very successful against the Tide as a player. Mm-hmm. All right, future SEC member Texas taking on K State. K State getting it done with a backup quarterback. Not sure the status of Adrian Martinez, but they are two and a half point underdogs in the Little Apple. I give me a plus spread on Kansas State right now, and I'm taking it. I. I, yeah. I know Quinn Ewers is a damn fine quarterback. He's going to be a hell of a quarterback in this league. Um, and he has a few, he has a bright future to play on Sundays. But Kansas State has something going on. Uh, I think the play calling is great from Colin Klein. Deuce Vaughn is a very special player. He might end up being Big 12 player of the year before it's all said and done. Uh, so give me the Wildcats. Give yeah, Wildcats. I like it. To uh, things a high scoring game because we don't know Tesco can score points, but they can't stop those bleeds. So uh, when Deuce Vaughn gets going, he's hard to stop. Um, and it's at home, isn't it? Is that it's in Kansas? It's in Kansas State. Yeah, it's in Manhattan, Kansas. The little apple. Give me. There you go, man. All right, our our co game of the week, Alabama. 13.5-point favorites on the road at LSU. LSU cracking the top 10 uh, for the first time this year. A resurgent Alabama team that's figured out that Jaden da- what Jaden Daniels can do really well. LSU is playing some very, very good football right now. Can they cover this spread? Alabama is struggling to find their identity, which is odd to say. But defense is... This is the most conservative defense that I've ever seen out of Alabama. They can't run the ball, um, and not because they have not because of lack of talent, but just because I'm just not sure that Bill O'Brien knows how to run the ball. Uh, they figured out that Jaden Daniels can run oh, down there in Baton Rouge, and boy, are they running him! And when he gets going, he can throw too. So when he gets going running, he he figured out that Keishon Butte can catch the ball. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. They figured out they learned how to tackle um, over the course of the season. They've learned, you know, they've gotten comfortable with Brian Kelly. They've got comfortable with the staff. The fans are behind them. Uh, the fans never bailed, which after the start they had with a program with the expectations that they have would be very easy to bail on Brian, would have been very easy to bail on Brian Kelly early in the year, especially especially after that loss to Florida State, especially after some of the clunker games they played early in the season and they got squeak wins out of the the complete cluster against Tennessee, would have been very easy to jump ship on Brian Kelly. Would not have blamed him, probably. Maybe I would have a little bit, but they didn't. Now look where they are. 
They have a chance to pull a huge monumental upset. It's a lot of points. I'm tempted to take LSU. I picked Bama last night, but I think I'm going to take the points here because I still think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a 10-point game whether Alabama wins it or not. So I think either LSU is going to win it outright or they're going to win a close one. I don't think I don't think Alabama's going to – I think if Alabama wins, it's going to be close. So I'm going to take yeah. the points here with LSU. I'm taking LSU and the points here as well. They're playing some really good football and um, two things. Alabama can't run the football. And like you said, I don't know if he knows how to. And if my eyes aren't deceiving, Alabama doesn't run a concept that is less than 10 yards, like a hitch or slant or right. anything like that. They might run a mesh or any something like mm-hmm. that, but it's, everything is on the field to where you have to read progressions in the offensive line. They holding up very well. Um, no, Bryce no. Young's been picking up speed. So, uh, without Bryce Young, if Bryce Young wasn't on Alabama's football team, Alabama could easily be, what, four and four? Yeah. Maybe five and three, something like that. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, you better think Bryce Young, Bill O'Brien, because he is single handedly helping you and save you. Um, but I think LSU's hitting their peak at the right time, man. And if you win this one, you're pretty much in the driver's seat for the SC championship game because you've already beaten um, Ole, Miss, Ole Miss and they still yeah. have to play Alabama. Absolutely. So LSU's got a really good shot to make make some noise in the SEC West. So hang on to your seats on that one. So that brings us to our last final Game of the week. Will there ever be any other game of the week, right? Tennessee, the number one team in the country, comes in as eight-point underdogs. Make that make sense to me. The number one team in the country is eight-point underdogs. How are they number one? How are, how are they considered the best team in the country and they're underdogs? Mm. I'm scratching my head That's on that one. Tough. That is tough. That means Jordan played really well. Um, one of my kids today after, after our practice today, um, he asked me what the score, what I thought the score was going to be. I said the score is going to be 45 42. Uh, we win a field goal, you know, to win the football game. This is going to be a shootout. Both teams are going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, eight points is a lot, but that's saying that we just come out and pretty much dominate, you know, for the rest of the game, you know, after they've done what they've done. So it's hard. hard. What's the over under for this game? The over-under for this game is I'm looking on our handy-dandy bet lines. Uh, it is 66 points. I'm taking over. Yeah, I won't take a two-leg parlay here. I just, you know, I'm going to say screw it. I, my heart says Georgia. But it's going to be a close game. Yeah. So I'm not going to take this spread. I would just bet the over and and the money line. Yeah. Georgia on the money line plus it, the over. I think it's going to be real it's similar to that. Alabama. Yeah. It two is. good teams, two good offenses. What defense can get a stop at the end? What's going to come yeah. down to? Dogs win a tight one. That's how I see it. However, you want to take that from a betting pers- from a betting perspective. Dogs win a close one on the over. So dogs on the money line plus the over is where I would take it. But if you're picking spreads, obviously you would you would based on that analysis, you would want to pick Tennessee and the points. So that's gonna do it for us. It's gonna wrap it up for us, Israel. I know it got late early for you. Uh you're still in your camo, which means you're probably ready to get out of that camo. Crack a beer. Oh, yeah. Unwind. Um, mm-hmm. Getting ready for your birthday. Getting ready for your 35th birthday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't give me that extra year. 34th birthday. I'm going to be 34. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to see what you would do on that one. So, uh, Robert, how's it going? What so long, farewell. 
Um, but uh, that's gonna that's gonna do it. Take Georgia in the money line and the over. Um, LSU is very scary. That's a big big spread there. So I'm I'm taking the Bayou Bengals there. So uh, make sure if you're at the game, make sure you be safe. Make sure you be loud. Make sure you make a difference. Sunday, I better. I want to have a show, and you be sipping hot tea and barely able to talk. Like I, I want to have that show, <laughs> or your horse. Yeah, I think it'd be more so than that because we play for the region championship tomorrow night. So it's going to be a whole lot of yelling tomorrow night and Saturday. So it's going to be yeah. Good. So we got to we got to have the we got to have the horse the horse edition of the yeah. uh, the no voice edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast just to illustrate how crazy that atmosphere is. Um, but if you're traveling to the game, if you're listening to us on your podcasting network, we hope you have a safe, safe trip up to Athens. We hope you have a lot of fun. We hope you come back. We hope you like and subscribe to our channels. Check out our check out our YouTube page. Check out our Twitter page, Instagram, TikTok, all of the above. The link tree is in our profile. You can find us just about everywhere. You can also find me on SEC After Dark and also on the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast uh, as a part of MikeFarrellSports.com and uh, SI. So um, basically what that means is I'm here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I plan on going on the SEC pregame show uh, hosted by Are You Serious Sports and Joe DeLeon uh, tomorrow or Saturday morning. Uh, so uh, look for me there. Uh, they want to have me on. Time is to be determined, um, but they do a good job there. So uh, games at 2.30. We hope it's a dog victory, and we'll see you back here next week. Until next time, go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.